Welcome to MacCast, a podcast from the Department of Media and Communication at St. John Fisher College. I'm Dr. Lauren Vicker, welcoming you to this episode of the podcast. Today, we hear from two students from Fisher's chapter of PRSSA. They attended the National PRSSA Conference in Indianapolis this weekend. But first, let's hear what's been happening in the Department of Media and Communication this week. The Rochester Media Association met on the Fisher campus on Wednesday, October 26th. The topic of this meeting was Media Analytics Fundamentals, and Dr. Ronan Shea was one of the featured speakers. The Media Association was formed in 2011 to build a community of professionals from Rochester media organizations. They plan social activities, networking, professional development, and recognition. The weekend before, Dr. Shea attended the Media and Public Sphere Conference 2016 in Athens, Georgia. Dr. Shea presented a workshop on, Are Demos the Best Way to Segment Audiences in a Multi-Platform World? He also attended media analytics panels. Dr. Shea will be a guest on a future episode of MacCast. Joe Gala hosted a special edition of Commotion with Stephen LaPointe, Katy Perry, and Frank Posado, all students in the Introduction to Mass Communication course as part of co-curricular days. Mary Jo Popovici of MCC spoke at the PR Writing Summit offered by PRSA Rochester and co-sponsored by the Department of Media and Communication. Television studio production class students produced their five-minute how-to videos this week. For one of the productions, the studio was transformed into Maria's Greek Kitchen, courtesy of Dina Loverdi and her mom. Members of PRSSA and the Prima Group attended the PRSSA 2016 National Conference, the largest congregation of public relations students in the country. They presented their experiences to the membership of PRSSA and Prima on Thursday, October 27th during free period. More about the conference coming up after a word from this week's sponsor. And now a word from this week's sponsor. This episode of the MacCast is brought to you by Fisher Football Focus. Hey there, James Bailey here. Now we all know Fisher's athletic department has a long and storied tradition, but no team is more recognizable than the Fisher football team. Tune in to Cardinal Television, Campus Channel 12, weekly to check out Fisher Football Focus. I give a weekly recap of the Cardinals' most recent game and interview players, coaches, and get a weekly segment with head coach Paul Fosberg. Fisher's hot start has them looking poised to make a deep playoff run. Be sure to keep up with the Cardinals' success each week with Fisher Football Focus. Welcome back to MacCast. We're joined today by two of the students who attended the PRSSA National Conference in Indianapolis this past weekend. Alexandra Haristadulu and Olivia Rotundo are co-presidents of the Tom Proietti chapter of PRSSA here at Fisher. They join us to tell us about the conference and all they have brought back with them. So welcome to you both. Thank you. Hi, thank you. Thanks for being here. So before we get started, could you tell us what is PRSSA? PRSSA is Public Relations Student Society of America, and we focus on building relationships and networking. Okay, so this is for students who are interested in public relations. Yes. And related fields, would you say? Yes, I think what we kind of teach our chapter members is just the importance of building relationships and how to network, whether you're going into public relations or any other field. It's really important to have connections. And I think a large part of our programming and events is really professional development. So that means your resume building, your LinkedIn profile, and just really those networking capabilities that are not limited 
to public relations, just that's where we focus them. So definitely welcome to related fields. And there is a professional organization called PRSA. Are you affiliated with them in any way? Yeah, we have a lot of contact with PRSA. Mm -hmm from their president to their young professionals leader, because they have that segment as well. So we have a lot of connection with them, and at least once a semester, we try to really get in contact with them, even attend their events, or have them attend ours. Oh, okay, very good. So why are we the Tom Proietti chapter of PRSSA? Because I'm not sure everyone knows that name. I mean, have you met Tom? A a lot of people know that name, but yeah. We definitely just wanted to honor him. I think that he was a very important, he is still remains a very important person when it comes to the media and communications department here at Fisher. He's definitely been a leader in the public relations area specifically as well. So we really wanted to honor him and showcase his, his history. And it's very fitting since we are focused on networking, since he kind of knows everyone. Okay. So, and we should mention that Tom was not only a professor here, but also a professor at Monroe Community College and has come back to serve as a resident scholar here. So we just wanted to note that for people who weren't familiar with his background. So tell us a little bit about how it came about that you were going to be going to this conference, because going from Rochester to Indianapolis in the middle of a semester can be kind of a daunting task. Alexander and I actually had the opportunity to attend the national conference last year in Atlanta, Georgia. So when registration came around for this year, we thought that it was going to be another really great opportunity. And we wanted to bring more people than we did last year just to extend the experience so we could bring more to our chapter and the Prima group. And so how did you decide who was going to go and how you were going to get there, the funding? It was really a lot based on interest, so whether or not people were available and interested. But who ended up going was people that have been in both groups for a while, so long-standing members of Prima or PRSSA or both, Mm -hmm. and e-board members. So us being two of the e-board members of PRSSA, along with Claire Sauter, our secretary, and then Claire Lupe from Prima, on the e-board of Prima, and then two members, Alex Ormond and Jade Rood of Prima and PRSSA. So it is a student conference, so it's just for students in PR. Yes. So how do you fund a trip like that? (laughs) With lots of really nice people. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we had a lot of help. We're very grateful for the support from the Media and Communications Department. Um, Student government also gave us some of the, helped us budget. Mm -hmm. And then we also got sponsorships from Roberts Communications. So really just a lot of people who saw the importance of this experience for us as students and how much it would allow us to bring back to the other members of the Media and Communications Department. And really just kind of, we're excited to take our insights from the trip and now spread them to the rest of the members of the Media and Communications Department and beyond. And that's really the most important thing, that you've got something to bring back to the organization. So so that part is good. And it's good that you mentioned Robert's communication, since Mm -hmm. Katrina Bush, who is the president, is also the chair of our Alumni Advisory Board, Mm -hmm. and she will be a guest on a future episode of MacCast. That's amazing. We're we're very appreciative. If you followed our tweets, we talked all about it. You did talk (laughs) about them a lot, yes. You had some great pictures, too. We could not have gone without them. Well, that's great to hear. So tell us a little bit about what it was like at the conference. 
So the national conference not only helps you develop professionally, but also personally. And it's really inspiring to hear um, professionals that have been in the same shoes that you were once in and just kind of tell you that it's going to be okay. It's okay to not know where you want to be and just kind of give you advice if they were to give themselves advice a few years back. So something, one way I love to explain the PRSSA National Conference, and Erin Rosella, a professor and our advisor who really helped us go and came with us, we always like to call it PR cheer camp. You walk in and it's literally thousands of PR students. And we're all so excited to meet each other and talk with each other and talk about where we're from and what we do and what we know and what we are interested in and what we want to learn. So it's very invigorating to be around fellow students who are as passionate and involved as you are from different areas who have different perspectives, but you can compare and converse about it. And then also you are surrounded by professionals who are really there to be a resource for you. And they're constantly saying, connect with me, ask me any questions you have, even if it's after this session is over, I'll stay for 20 minutes. So it's incredible and very invigorating to be kind of empowered by all of those lessons and the people, your peers around you. So it sounds like it was more of a cooperative environment than a fact that you were competing with other people for jobs, for information, for connections. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely yeah. very cooperative. And I think that also is because everyone has different goals and we know that our network is where kind of our biggest accomplishments will come from, right? We have raised opportunities from our networks. So we're all really there to to give each other our business cards and stay connected in the future. So the, the conference sessions were not run by students. They were run by PR professionals? Right. Yes. There were different workshops based on different fields of public relations. Mm-hmm. Right. So it went from everything as specific as public relations specialists for certain companies to, I know I talked to some marketing people, a few communications was their title. So it was really PR and surrounding fields. And they tried to really be innovative in, in the sessions that they held. So that was everything from the intern guru who was talking to us about how to make the best of an intern to specifically communications people or influencer campaigns or... Um, social media focused, every every end of the spectrum. And because of that, the attendees are not just public relations focused. It's really nice to see the vast array of people within the communications field. From students as well as the professionals yes. who are presenting there then. Okay. So like, were there so many sessions that you had trouble <laughs> deciding where to go? I mean... Yeah, we tried to be strategic with what sessions that we wanted to go to because obviously we wanted to take in as much as we could when we were there. We went to a few of the sessions together just because we couldn't choose. But <laughs> this year, there were a lot of really, really good sessions at the same time, which made it hard for us mm-hmm. to pick. But that's a good problem to have, right? Yeah. And then the really excellent thing about bringing the amount of people we did um, and having a close relationship and having worked with the people we went with um, before, we were able to really, at the end of each session, be like, what'd you learn? Tell me about it. Can I have your notes? And we share those things. So even if you didn't personally go to a session, you could definitely still gain those insights. And I think that helped us make really the most of this trip and allow us to, again, bring back as much as possible, which we are so excited about. So, so give us an example of the kind of session like what what kind of sessions stand out for you in terms of what you went to and and the things that you took away for me my favorite session was focusing on political public relations I think in class 
it's something that we talk about, whereas at the conference I was able to talk to two people who are in political PR and they could kind of tell us their challenges, their accomplishments, and what it actually is like compared to the textbook definition. So there were people who are actually working on political campaigns now? Yes. So that makes it pretty real for you in yeah. terms of that experience they had. So it wasn't Kellyanne Conway wasn't there. You know, sorry. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I think one of my favorite sessions was the first keynote, which was Allison Mellington, from, who's the Senior Vice President of Human Motorsports Corporation. So what does that mean? That means she's run the Indy 500 for the last three or four years. So to be able to talk to probably the coolest person in PR in all of Indianapolis was, I think, a great opportunity. And she really spoke a lot about incorporating the community and creating community initiatives to really gain the awareness and the interest of tangential audiences rather than just the audience that she's going for. So a way she did that actually when Indianapolis hosted the Super Bowl a couple years ago was having other volunteers knit scarves for the volunteers for day of when it was freezing cold for the Super Bowl. So that's you don't think of scarves when you think of the Super Bowl, but those community members that knit those scarves played an important role. And even there was a woman who knit 256 scarves and wrote a handwritten letter to thank the volunteers in each of the scarves. Like, stories like that, I think, and then that kind of inspiration and that empowerment, I think are the reason why we love talking to these people. Like you said, they're actually executing these things and and coming back to us and saying, this works, and don't be afraid to think outside the box and challenge the norm, and at the same time do something that is very successful and makes a lot of sense. So there were things that kind of had a local flavor, the fact that you were in Indianapolis that affected the kinds of programs that were there. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. There was a lot of love indie going on, a lot of (laughs) indie residents. So a lot of the people were like, I work for this huge company in Indianapolis, right? Or there was also people who were just coming. So it wasn't limited to the Mm -hmm. Indianapolis local field, but we definitely got a taste of it, I'd say. Yeah. And would you say the same thing happened when you were in Atlanta? You heard a lot about Atlanta Lots of y'alls. Mm. <laughs> yeah. A lot of grits and that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah but definitely. Like, especially in Atlanta, Coca-Cola like rules the world because that's the home of Coca-Cola. Mm. So we got a, a huge taste of that and their culture and their video production there last year. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty neat. And that gives mm-hmm. you, kind of broadens your experience because you've... Right been in Rochester now for your college career and and been mostly networking with professionals here Mm -hmm. so that that's really a great experience so Olivia tell us about one of your real memorable uh, sessions that you went to at the conference as I said before the political PR was one of my favorite workshops but another one was also the intern guru she talked a lot about her struggle and how she took a lot of risks to get certain internships and I think out of that she gave a lot of advice on what we can do as seniors in college so kind of talking about how your internship can be used to help you network toward a future Yeah, and she kind of just stressed the fact that the worst anyone can ever say to you is no, so it's Mm -hmm. important to kind of put yourself out there. Which is, I think, hard for students to know how to do. So Mm -hmm. it sounds like you've got some strategies for how to do that sort of thing at Mm -hmm. the conference. I definitely think that a lot of the messaging from all of the speakers was have the confidence and be professional. 
that was a lot of, I think, the overall. Um, it was like, don't be afraid to stick your neck out, but once you do stick your neck out, deliver and cross your T's and dot your I's and don't be afraid. Like when when you've done the networking, don't be afraid or don't hesitate to follow up, to stay in touch with your contacts, to like make sure you're f- getting feedback and everything like that. So I think it was the full process that they talked about. Mm-hmm. Follow up um, mm-hmm. after 24 hours, keep in touch with them at least three times a year. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Thank you notes after 24 hours. Right. Is, yeah. That's kind of the the uh, time frame that you've got to follow there. So, Were most of the sessions just sitting listening to someone talking, or were there some workshop-type sessions where you were engaged in actually doing things? Most of the sessions were an hour long, and mm-hmm. I would say 45 minutes were them telling their story and mm-hmm. giving us advice, and then the last 15 minutes was question and answer. Okay. And then there was also specifically PRSSA chapter officer workshops where we were able to really engage with other chapter officers and have conversations about how to make our programming, fundraising, and other initiatives within our chapter of PRSSA stronger, better, better for our students, better programs, everything like that. And I think that's really important because it's great to have a strong chapter, but you also have to leave the legacy so it continues. And I think that's one of the problems student groups sometimes have is that they, you know, they're having such a great time and they're focused on what's happening in the now. And they maybe aren't thinking ahead to when we graduate, who's going to take over and and what's that succession? And and how do you keep that enthusiasm going, too? Because it's a lot of work to put these programs on week after week. That's why I was very excited to have Claire Sauter there as well. She was able to sit in on those conversations and those workshops as well, and she's on our e-board, and then hopefully that will serve as kind of a peak to her to also want to go to the conference next year and also continue on the legacy that we're trying to create. So that's a perfect point. That's great. That's really good. So were there any other things that really stand out from the conference, some other experiences that you had other than, say, the individual sessions? Did you did you do any company tours or tours of the city, or are you mostly in the hotel the whole weekend? <laughs> Unfortunately, with our flights, we are not able to take a career tour this year. Mm-hmm. Last year, Alexander and I had the opportunity to tour MSL Group in Atlanta, Georgia, and that was very exciting and very eye-opening to the different agencies. This year, unfortunately, we did not have enough time. But I will say that definitely educated us very well because one of the people I networked with actually interned at MSL Group in New York City over the summer. And I was really able to speak to that after having gone to the agency in Atlanta. So I think that all of our experiences really kind of come full circle Mm -hmm. and we're able to pass our business cards out, get business cards from other people. And that's not just limited to our peers, that's also the professionals. So I think something to note is that there was also the Public Relations Professional Society was there as well, so just the the professional PR essay, and they were there for their international conference. So we were able to attend their keynote one of the days when we had a, a break from ours, and we were able to listen to speakers from NASA. We like had an astronaut talk about his experience and his use of social media. And then also, that was Scott Kelly, the astronaut. And then also Derek Kayango, who is the CEO for the Center of Civil for Civil and Human Rights. This man is this African refugee. He is a former African refugee. And he told his entire story with incredible energy. I recommend everyone to look him up. I know he has TED Talks out there. Derek Kayango, K-A-Y. 
O-N-G-O, and he was absolutely inspirational. He talked about how we in our field really have the responsibility of creating messages that can change the world. And the way he did that was by starting a company that reuses hotel soap and cleans it and then reprocesses it to be uh, to be given to villages who don't have access to clean soap and therefore saving, I think he said like 30% of diseases were reduced within a month when he first gave soap to like one village. Wow. So creating a huge impact through yeah. just a communications initiative or a business initiative. It's That's also very interesting because in class, in a lot of the public relations classes that we have here, we focus on the importance of storytelling. And I think by going to a conference like PRSSA and PRSA, you actually understand the importance of storytelling by hearing everyone's stories and hearing all that. And really in class, I think... And even, we can only do so much in theory, right? We talk a lot about the theory and and the ideas behind the strategies and the tactics and everything that we're talking about and learning about. And that's super important. But I think it was really incredible to really talk to these professionals who gave us their experience and the execution of these ideas and the results, Mm -hmm. the measurable results. It's really impressive, and that's great to hear that you were exposed to to some inspiring speakers like that. What about social media? I mean, that's becoming, it's not going away, it's becoming bigger and bigger, and I assume that was a big focus of some of the sessions (laughs) and things they talked about. Yes. I mean, Twitter went down the second day, and it was wild. <laughs> like, everyone was freaking out because Twitter went down. Oh, that like was the Saturday hours. when yeah. they had the national, yeah. yes, yeah. nationwide. And everyone mm-hmm. was freaking out. It was hilarious. <laughs> Twitter was down. I ran out of data. It was, it was not... But everything turned around. During all of the workshops, everyone was constantly live tweeting and tweeting at the professionals. And I thought that was really cool just because if we didn't go, sometimes all six of us kind of wanted to go to the exact same workshop. But in that case, we were able to take other people's notes and learn. It's kind of interesting the fact that we can learn from Twitter, from everybody taking notes. And I think it helped us make our execution of social media helped us make connections too. I know I had been sitting next to someone and I then we had got to talking and we realized that our chapters had been retweeting each other okay. <laughs> or like favoriting each We had a Twitter relationship and we didn't even know. Um, but I think as far as the professionals, right? As far as the professionals and social media as a tactic in our industry, I think, honestly, there was less emphasis on it this year, not because it's less important, but because it's just expected. It's part of the day-to-day in our industry today, and it's not something that they, like, they they definitely touch on, and it's a part of all of the conversations, but it's no longer the focus of the conversation all the time, because it doesn't have to be. It's just something that's integrated into what we do now. So there were definitely sessions focused on social. I know I attended a social influence influencer session and that was all about creating the right audience and then strategizing your messaging to target that audience so that was one example and then there was also content marketing sessions and more but like I said it wasn't necessarily the focus because it was really just a piece of all of them yeah that's really that is very interesting because we talk about that and how important that is and whenever I have a student go into a PR internship if they're not doing any social media I'm like you've got to go talk to your supervisor and say it's expected that you're going to have some portfolio pieces that will show that you can do this yeah we kind of at the conference behind the scenes of Twitter was touched on behind the scenes of social um, media platforms were more touched upon instead of the actual platforms. 
Mm-hmm. So one one area that we haven't talked about but is often discussed in relation to public relations has to do with ethics. And I know that PRSA and PRSSA both have very involved codes of ethics, but there still is an issue out there, I think, in the public's mind about PR people and whether their behavior is always ethical. A stigma, so, we'll okay. call it. The <laughs> stigma, okay. So was that something that was addressed at the conference? When you said the word ethics, no one could see it, but my, I smiled. A grin yeah. on my face because it was touched on. And the way I kind of mentioned that empowerment for community initiatives, I think ethics went hand in hand with almost all of the speakers and their points. I even attended at least a couple that said, we are responsible for doing the ethical thing, for crafting the ethical message. And I think that corporate social responsibility was also a portion of at least a focus of two of the sessions I personally attended. Um, And then also something, the ethics were mentioned in other ones. And I think that that's a huge piece of that ethical responsibility of public relations professionals because it is, yes, our job to be the keepers of the story for the company. And I think that that also includes being the keepers of the ethical standards, right? So creating messages that not only properly represent our company or our clients, but also that relay a stronger sense of purpose. And that's something I think that we will continue to see grow in the industry, that stronger sense of brand purpose, because people see through ads nowadays. People Mm. see through marketing tactics, even on things as organic as social media. And it's got to have something that resonates with them, not just a story, but something that matters. And I think the more brands try to matter, the more it will, ethics will matter and the more ethics do matter. Well said. Well said. So if someone were going to be thinking about a career in public relations or even studying public relations in college, and I would assume you'd recommend that they join PRSSA, but what kind of argument would you make? What is it that you like so much about working in public relations? And I know both of you have done internships in public relations, so uh, what is it that you know appeals to you about it? I like the truth that's in public relations, and I also like being the mediator between the public and the company, in a sense. What I really like about it is, it kind of goes back to my what the point I just made, it, it's really crafting a message. I really like the power that, like for example, the knitting the scarves or the soap. Business has a lot of power today in society and plays a very strong role. And I like that we are almost those mediators for the public too. And we're also the advocates of the public to create messages that can be spread on behalf of a company or on behalf of an organization or a cause, whatever it may be. We are creating messages that will go farther than our own mouth, right? Than our own platform, than our own content. We're forming ideas and we're allowed to spread them through this industry. And I think that that's amazing. And I think that we can do that. And so what keeps it fun also is that we can do it in so many different ways. So yeah, I sound very like in the clouds PR right now. But when you take it down a few steps, it's planning events, it's creating content, it's talking to people and making connections and relaying messages and writing 
things writing 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 is in everything too you you're kidding yourself if you don't think an event takes a lot of writing skills too because mm-hmm. it does you have to concisely in an invitation convince someone to attend something right writing mm-hmm. isn't everything but through that through that language through that use and craft of language last year someone said we are wordsmiths and i haven't forgotten it mm-hmm. because through mm-hmm. that use of language we can create messages that are really just spread if they're a good one Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And ideas that are spread. And I love that humbling power because it's a lot and it's a lot of pressure, especially when you bring in the ethics part of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And the business part of it, that sales part. But it's it's exciting. There's so many terms underneath the umbrella of public relations, which Mm -hmm. I find very attractive. You're able to do so many things as well as be a problem solver. And I think it says a lot that you both have done internships in public relations and it's still a field that you're so passionate about. So that's pretty neat. (laughs) So looking ahead, you're both going to be graduating in... May is that correct? Yeah, yeah, you're going to be done. So we're going to be very sad to have you go, but we know you'll go out and you won't forget us back here. So we'll (laughs) have you back to visit and and mentor our students. But what kind of impact has you know these kinds of experiences have on you in terms of looking forward and and where you see yourself maybe a year from now, what you hope to be doing? So attending Fisher and in the media management department in the media management program I think that a lot um, I would say three things really have come from it that have allowed me to be excited about my future one the knowledge about opportunities I think that that's been huge everyone has always been working to let me know what I can do when I grow up which is huge because that's why we're all here right so what can I do with that when I grow up with this degree I've constantly been learning more and more opportunities that could be mine and I've been able to maybe touch on each of them and figure out which one I'm best at or which one I like most I think too that just breadth of knowledge so just being able to dig into each of those with some of the various coursework and experiences like the PRSSA National Conference and other clubs like PRSSA and Prima have gained that knowledge. And I think third, professionalism. So I think a huge piece is that the professors, the advisors, and the alumni, even when we like network with them, have an expectation of professionalism and follow through that we have been simply expected to deliver. And I think that that has pushed us at times and that has made us more comfortable in being able to be that professional person even when we walk out of the department, out of the classroom and into Mm -hmm. internships and into other opportunities. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think what's been very attractive is the fact that media management as a whole is so large and instead of other majors, it kind of, other majors are, it's, like tunnel vision on one thing and with media management you're able to do so many things with that major and I find that so I don't want to steal your word invigorating but in a sense it is invigorating because I wake up every day and I'm saying that I want to do this it's not because I have to but with media management you have so many options which I think is really attractive and I've had public relations internships, I've had marketing internships, and I've had corporate communication internships. So it's very nice to see how I can do so many things with one degree. Yeah, it's great to see that you brought back so much enthusiasm. So Olivia Rotundo, Alexandra Histadulo, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us.
And now, what's coming up this week in the Department of Media and Communication? The journalism film series will present All the President's Men about Washington Post reporters Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein's investigation of the Watergate scandal on Wednesday, November 2nd at 6 p.m. in Basel 214. Join us to learn about some important journalism history by watching this outstanding film. Admission is free and refreshments will be served. The first James E. Seward Scholarship will be awarded to one student within the Department of Media and Communication this semester. The award is named for Professor Emeritus Dr. Jim Seward in honor of his 41 years of college teaching, including almost three decades at Fisher. The student who receives this award will have $1,000 taken off his or hers bring bill. The recipient will be chosen based on a number of criteria, including a choice of a previous writing sample and up to two portfolio pieces. An email was sent to all media and communication majors with details about the application process. The deadline to apply is 12 noon on Thursday, November 17th. Are you interested in the field of social media? The Prima Group presents Social Media Week 2016. Join them November 14th to 18th. The topics include Brand Yourself Workshop, Do's and Don'ts of Social Media, an alumni networking event, and more. Stay tuned for more announcements about Social Media Week. MacCast is a production of the Department of Media and Communication at St. John Fisher College. Ed Vivenzio is audio engineer. Jordan Proietti promotes our podcasts and designs our cool logo and flyers. Contact Jordan if you'd like to sponsor an episode of MacCast. Cecil Felton is executive producer, and I'm Lauren Vicker. Thanks for joining us on this episode, and we'll see you next week.